I'm back with a brand new series called Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits. Check out Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits on Lifetime every Thursday night. Check your local listings. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Teresa Caputo. You might know me as the Long Island Medium. Why do people call me that? Well, I talk to the dead. My job is to help spirit communicate to their loved ones here in the physical world that they are safe and at peace, and that there is more to life than this. This podcast gives me the opportunity to share my gift with more people than ever before, and to give all of you a better understanding of how I communicate with spirit. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of Hey Spirit. Today, I had the amazing opportunity to share my gift with Lynn. And you might know Nicole from the morning mashup on Sirius XM. I am just going to say this. This was such an incredible and unique session. And I am just going to leave you all with this thought before you listen to the episode. I think this episode really shows us that things aren't always what they seem. Don't judge a book by its cover. Somebody might be going through a really, really tough time. Be kind, be nice. It's free. I hope you all enjoy this beautiful healing episode of Hey Spirit. God bless. Hello, Nicole. It's so nice to see you again. It's nice to see you again, too. This is my lovely mama. Hi, nice to meet you. I see on the box your name is Lynn. You have a beautiful daughter. I actually just want to say this uh, before we actually get started. I'm not even going to get my speech. I'm just going to get out of the way because, you know, unfortunately, I heard about your terrible accident. And as I said that to you, I heard ordeal, friggin' ordeal. So... But I also did feel you were totally protected by spirit. I was because no one knows how I didn't die. (laughs) That is literally what I just heard. But it's not only one. I see like there's so many souls that are like trying to step forward and saying, we protected you, Nicole, in this. Like you should have died. Not only that. But you should not be walking. You have no scars. The scars that I see and feel are just deep within your soul. Because of the trauma of what happened. I believe you were on a scooter and and you were hit. Were you in a crosswalk? I was in a crosswalk. I literally just heard she was exactly where she was supposed to be. And no disrespect to what happened to you, but it was a complete freak thing that happened. Negligence on someone's part. But still, it's almost like, how would you not see me? Like, I feel like it was broad daylight. I was wearing bright colors. Like, there's no way you should not have not seen me. And that's where your quote unquote angels have come in to protect you. Okay. That's nice to know. Cause yeah, a lot of people, including the doctors are um, mm-hmm. not quite sure. And literally like they have me looking at you, you're fine, but it's, it's deep in the soul where the scars and, and the wounds are really left. I kind of feel like it's not going to stop because now they keep talking to me. And I'm like, all right, listen, you wanted me to say something before my speech. I got to give at least a little speech here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So 
as you can tell, Spirit has already made their presence known of that they will give us what we need to hear in these moments, not so much what we want. And I always say that I like to explain why I say that because I'm the first one to say that what I do is crazy and I'm very spiritual. I have a strong faith. I am a practicing Catholic and there are times that I still struggle and I go, how is this happening? Like, how does this, how does this work? Like, this is crazy. A, this is how I feel complete when I work. This is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing here in the physical world. This is the way God has made me. I have no control over what spirit has me say, not say who they have me address, I just say things. And I don't want you to think that behind the laughing and kidding around that spirit might have me do that this is easy for me. This is one of the hardest things that I have to do. I wouldn't trade what I do for anything here in the physical world. I consider it such an honor and a privilege to do this work. So I wanna thank the both of you in advance for trusting me with the souls of your departed loved ones. Lynn, I don't know if you, or if this was you, Nicole, but it was almost like, I felt like spirit, there was a father energy that stepped forward and he kept going like, all right, come on, come on, come on. We know, we know how this works. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. So I don't know if that would be their personality or the way you might've just been thinking, oh, wow, yeah, no, this is cool. Like, yeah, no, I I, I know, I've watched your show. I know how this works, like yeah. whatever it is. It's, yes. it's their way of validating that they know how we feel or like what we're thinking, or again, their personality of like, come on, let's go. We don't have much time. We got to go. I'm going to start with the father figure that is departed. So if your dad isn't departed, it would be grandfather, father-in-law, or someone that was like a dad to you. There are actually two dads that step forward and I felt removed. So, uh, Nicole, is your father-in-law departed? My father-in-law departed and my stepfather recently. Okay. That's in a frame of reference. I feel newly departed is within two years. Someone might feel like that's forever or that that's so long ago. It's, it's all frame of reference. And on the other side, there is no time. Do you understand that? Yes. And now I'm also going to say, Lynn, is your dad departed as well? Yes. No, because those are the three father figures that I saw when I got to the other side. So know that they are all present here today. And I want to talk about the mom that is also departed as well. Is this your mom, Lynn? My mom. So we might kind of ping pong a little bit. That's fine. Sometimes that happens when I first get to the other side. If there are a lot of souls that are willing to speak and wanting to step forward, there was a young female that stepped forward. So usually that's like a sister or a sister-in-law. Oh, Yeah. Um, yeah, she's younger. She was my mom's first cousin and I was very close with her and her name's Aiken. Okay. So validating that she's stepping forward as well. And the first thing, as soon as I got to her soul, she said, please tell them how beautiful I look. <laughs> that sounds exactly <laughs> like Adrian. She really loved herself and she always thought she looked fabulous and wanted you to know. I just want to say this. I love that she did that with her personality, but she showed it to me again, which means that this has more meaning to it. And I feel like she's a little bit of a private person. So I don't know if it's private about emotions or, or maybe how she was, what led up to her death, but she made me feel like I need you to remember me like this beautiful. I don't want you to remember me. I want to say like at my worst or at my lowest, whatever that may be. It was, 100%. At, it was at her worst okay. and at yeah. her lowest. It was not the way anybody should go out. So know that she says, I want you to remember me bragging about myself, saying how beautiful I am or remembering me how beautiful I am. But I feel like it's not so much physical. It's her soul is just so beautiful. Yeah. I mean, she was badass. She was like a boss. She okay. was just confident. Yeah. And um, she was like another sister and mother figure to me. But I feel like she wants me to address Lynn. Like, Lynn, yeah. we did some crazy things. But I love that her personality shows because she actually looked at me and she says, you know, we don't have to talk about how I died, right? And I said, well, we don't have to talk about anything you don't want to. It doesn't, it doesn't matter to me. She goes, I don't even want to talk about it. And I don't want anyone to try or even think about what it was like for me, what I went through. She says, just know that I want you to remember how crazy I was, how full of life. And I would tell you exactly like it is, but in a nice way. And But then I feel like I think it's your mom, Lynn, looked at him and goes, nice. Who are you BSing? <laughs> also very on point. <laughs> Yes. yes. 
Very but the accurate. interaction between all of them is hysterical. It's like they're not even like, like I'm just another one, someone in the family that has joined the conversation. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we Jews are crazy. So know that she says, I need you just to remember me full of life and how I was before I died. And she also says, she says, I want you to know that I wasn't afraid when I died. So I don't know why that's important or how that's important. And I'm going to say this. I think this has something to do with your accident, Nicole, mm -hmm. in a sense. Was there this panic or there was this fear when it was going on? Because she goes, that's not what it was like. Like when, and then I feel like they're pointing to all, like when we died, the reason why you felt and what you went through was because you weren't dying you right. weren't, and you weren't supposed to. I don't, I don't even know how to interpret this. This is so interesting because now I feel like Nicole, your grandmother stepped forward and other souls are like supporting her with this and saying, we don't want you to now take what happened to you and then say, oh, this is what it must have felt like for them when they died. I wonder if they were afraid or if, does that make sense? Yeah. I'm having like a really bad, like night terrors, a lot of oh, tears, a lot of okay. like, I'm scared yeah. a lot and I'm like reliving it. And I've never had this before. Now, how crazy is this, right? Because who knows? No one knows what you're going through or what you're feeling, especially in this moment. Validating for you that when this happens, it, this is, yes, you're remembering it, you're reliving it, you're going through it, but it's not what would happen or what other people would feel, I guess, as they die. Does that make sense? Well, I mean, I think we thought a lot about what happened to Adrian. She showed me the number three. So they must have found her either hours later or days later after yes. she died. Is that yes. correct? Yes. I okay. was the one who made someone knock down the door. Okay. So validating, look, I wasn't afraid to die. I didn't lay there suffering. This is the thing that amazes me about what spirit is able to do. She's saying, I don't want you to keep visualizing or feeling like this is what I went through, what anyone else went through. Right. Like, it's almost like she made me feel like she goes, oh, she goes, Nicole is going to be fine because Nicole is grabbing this head on. And it's almost like you're already, you're forget about physical therapy, but you're in therapy and you're doing this, you're doing that. Like you're doing all of the things to kind of nip this all in the bud yep. and to stop it right. and to squash it immediately. Those were my words. Right. Taking the bull by the mm -hmm. horns. I got Absolutely. a therapist this morning. I was like, I just want to nip this in the bud. That was the oh. exact words I said. Yeah. Perfect. Validating for you that you're handling everything the way that you need to in this moment. And it's almost like you just have to go through this process because mm -hmm. I've never had this before. And to me, it validates the strength of the soul. And I find it interesting that it's coming from her and where you were maybe afraid of what happened to her. Did she suffer? Was she afraid? And she's saying what you're feeling is normal, what you're going through. You have to go through the process, yeah. but it, it's not going to be something. It's not... Mm, she keeps showing me it's not going to be something that is going to, I'll use the term, be with you forever. Yeah, that's what it feels like. It feels like it's, I can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. I can't feel like it's going to be like this forever. She made me feel like you might have triggers, like something might trigger you, but it, you're not going to be living it every day, every moment, every hour, or every morning, noon, and night. It's going to be like maybe when you get to cross the street. She made me feel like little by little it's going to... Okay. And then it's just going to kind of blindside you, but you're going to know how to handle, handle it. it. Yeah. Okay. Um, right. Right. But she's also making me feel like that you've always said that you wanted to do something big with your life, really make a change in people's lives. Mm -hmm. Yes. You're on the morning mashup where you probably change people's lives every day things that you talk about, the, but she made me feel like, so I don't know if there's something that now you're thinking about doing as far as putting in place for laws to protect pedestrians, crosswalks, or like something else. Cause she keeps showing me like laws being passed in these signs. We're talking a lot about like how it's like a third world country in New York city right now. And it's like, it's scary to walk across the street, drive a car, ride a bike, like uh, something has right. to change. Cause I mean, it's just, it's crazy out there. So 
Yes. So, and this is something that maybe you've just been discussing internally yeah. with, with your yeah. family, correct? Your loved ones have to work really, really hard because you live a public life. You just went back to work or are you back to work? Yes, this week. Okay. So it's not like you've been out there talking about this day mm -hmm. in and day out and, con you know, constantly, right. correct? Right. You're talking about it within your camp. Correct. Okay. Only. Validating that you are going to make a difference with that. All right. Let's do it. Whatever it is that you're going to do, and I think that this is also going to help you in the, I'll use the term, the PTSD. Mm -hmm. I have it bad. Here's the interesting thing. Your grandmother just said to me, Nicole, she just said to me, like, the more you guys look into it, the more, you, like, there are these accidents constantly. Constantly. And people are injured and maybe not as severe as you. Mm -hmm. Yes, there are some, but- the yeah. same effects of where, and no one would know about this, but until you're bringing it to light, is that yeah. correct? Yeah, my PT and OT keeps saying all the, almost all the people that they're working with right now have been from motor vehicle accidents. It's like really wow. scary. Yeah, it's really, really messed up, so. So know that whatever, and look, this doesn't mean you have to get on this bandwagon no, and do no, this now tomorrow. It's, I feel like it's- <laughs> I'm calling it's, the governor, okay? No, I'm joking. <laughs> No, I know, I know. I always wanted to be clear when spirit talks about things, when they think about things, when they bring up things that we're thinking about doing, wanting to do, or our goals, it means that they know what we're thinking about, what we're doing, what we want to do, and that they support our choices and decisions of doing this. But more, like, I feel like I see this whole thing coming to life because I do, like, I see you, like, giving speeches. I see you at a podium and talking about it and, like, being so proud of the laws that were being passed. So okay. it might take a minute, but okay. I feel like it's go it's also part of the process of you healing. I love that. Now the father figure for you. So your father-in-law, but it's also your, your stepdad, but I'm going to say your father. So my stepdad is her husband. Okay. Yes. And then I, I, my father-in-law, she just passed away. And then my father-in-law passed away like two years ago. Okay. They both step forward. Okay. Your father-in-law stepped forward first, and then I saw another soul with him, and know that it is your husband, Lynn, stepping forward. Correct? Yeah. Yes. And he stands right next to him. So when souls don't separate, when I'm going to talk about something, it means that the information comes from both of them. Okay. Okay? But I want you to remember, it might have a different scenario, but the emotion or the message is the same, if that makes sense. Okay? And I felt like, your father-in-law is like, you're going to get through this and we're going to make sure of it because you are always there for all of us. You helped all of us get through our darkest days and even leaving the physical world. It was a gift your father-in-law says that you gave me by telling me that it was okay to let go. And I still think it's something that your husband still struggles with today. Mm-hmm. But it was the right thing that you needed to do. So, did you tell your father-in-law it was okay to let go or to leave the physical world? Uh, my mom told my my stepfather. I know you had a, a moment, right, mom, where you told him mm -hmm. that. Okay. Yes, we did. Yeah. And how do you connect this with your husband? Though? My husband. Um, it was really hard. It was during COVID. They weren't really allowed to say goodbye. We weren't allowed to have a funeral, anything like that. I was sort of the strong one, the rock for the whole family. Um, and when he was, he had, he had Alzheimer's when I was help, when, when he really was going down, I tried to go easy on him and kind of be like, it's okay. Like it's okay Perfect. when you're, yeah. So I love what has happened. So now you have your father-in-law who has Al Alzheimer's validating, not wanting you to remember him in this way. No, it was horrible. <laughs> and with your stepfather saying, you know, I want to thank you, especially to you, Lynn, thanking you for telling me that it was okay to let go and to leave the physical world. Don't take these messages lightly. I never had that opportunity to sit with my loved ones or to have that opportunity to tell them it was okay to let go. And I'm going to say this, Lynn, for your husband, I feel like everything happened so quickly. Is that correct? Yes. So because yeah. he just made me feel like you had no time to think about it. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Look, we all carry around different stressors. Some are big and some are small, right? But at the end of the day, when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. You know, therapy just isn't for people who experience major trauma. Therapy, I find for myself, is great for learning positive coping skills and also how to set boundaries. And it has empowered me in the best way to be the best version of myself. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash HeySpirit today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash HeySpirit. He just looked at me and he said, yeah, Lynn felt me. My wife felt me the other night. You did, Mom. So know that that was him. It wasn't your imagination, not wishful thinking. You're not crazy. I feel like at least you think you do have these moments. You've had multiple things when you're like, I think that was him. Mm -hmm. um, you know? Oh, a hundred percent. Absolutely. Because what, like right after he, um, after he died, I, I slept in the, in the room with him, mm -hmm. but in the lower level of the house. And that when they took his body away, I shut my phone and I, I just wanted to be in the room. My sister-in-laws were here. I said, no, I'm going to sleep downstairs. I want to be in his space. And I went to sleep and about an, and I turned off my phone an hour later, my, I hear a ping and my mm -hmm. phone turned back on and it was his face right on the it phone. Was his face. I mean, mm -hmm. I turned off my phone and he was, yeah. I felt like he was coming to tell me it's okay. They took me, but I'm still here with you. You know, like I, I felt so, things like that happened. But I love how he just validated that. You felt the holding of the hand validating that I will never leave you. Validating how you felt in that moment. This is the thing. Nobody can tell you. You know, Lynn, what you experience. You know what you feel. Know that that's real. Know that that is his soul and his bond that will never be broken. And knowing that everything that you sense and feel, you are not crazy. And more importantly, it's not wishful thinking. Not everyone has this. You know, this is why I share with people, I don't dream of my loved ones that have died. I didn't get the opportunity to say goodbye to them in that way. I didn't get to sit with their physical body after they passed. Because we tend to the things that we experience, we think everyone does. And especially for me, everyone thinks that, oh, I'm supposed to know things or, oh, yes, of course I did this. It just isn't so. So know that those are all little hellos from heaven from your loved ones letting you know that they have not left you. Who passed from the chest? Or if there's something with the breath, because they keep laboring my breathing, and I say they only because they, I cannot separate the souls right now. They will bring me through their passing. So, But with this laboring of the breathing, I feel several different things. You're watching me literally take my last breath. I mean, I mean Douglas died of lung Well, that's right? Douglas. We were all in the room with him. Yeah, you know, and then he took the last breath, and I went to my sister-in-law. He's not breathing anymore. <laughs> and who was this? My husband, when okay. he passed. And you literally watched him take his last breath. Yeah. He also told me that you felt his soul leave the physical body. 
So it would be something that you felt. Sometimes some people get a chill or a warmth or there's just a feeling. Everyone is different. But he made me feel like it was almost like when you embraced him after he took his last breath. Because it's almost like, oh, my God, he's not breathing. But then he shows me you rushing back to his bedside. I did. (laughs) Validating that his soul was present and his soul was with you. And knowing that you felt his soul and you continue to feel his soul. Yeah, you do, Mom. Every day. More than anyone I know. Oh, he also just told me, did you move things in the house? <laughs> or, or did you move things around? Uh, I did. Because yeah. he made me trip over an ottoman. And I go, what? He goes, yeah, she's moving everything around the house. He goes, I don't know where the hell anything <laughs> is anymore. <laughs> Sounds about right. Well, I did. I mean, you know, we had a whole setup in the basement for him. Oh. And when they took away his hospital bed and then I... I shifted some things and, you know. Did you hang up artwork or hang up pictures or re-hung pictures or artwork? And put some pictures, more pictures around him and brought some upstairs from behind my bed that I loved of him. Perfect. So know that he knows what you did and validating that his soul was with you at that exact moment and supporting the choices and decisions. So know if you ever noticed some of the pictures moved or turned for no reason, know that he takes responsibility for that. I have his ashes in my bedroom and I'm going to bury them this summer in Vermont, which mm-hmm. is his favorite place. And I set them very like in a certain way. And all the time I come home and they're shifted a little bit. And I think, stop it. Yeah. It's just a little weird. And I say, I know I put it there. I know I set it there. It can't be the menopause. <laughs> Cause I blame everything on the menopause. <laughs> And look, souls have this amazing ability to do things. You just said he like literally turned your cell phone on. Yeah. They have the ability to play with electrical things, computers. They can actually make the volume go up and down. It's their energy, their soul that does that. So know that when that, because he literally said to me, tell her it's not the cat. So it's just my symbol for what we're like, didn't I move it? Like, how did this move? We're actually recognizing that something is different in our space. Know that he takes responsibility for that. Okay. Um, how do you connect with earrings? Do you like earrings or is there something about earrings that somebody gave you? If you cannot specifically connect with a pair of earrings, earrings becomes my symbol for that you either misplaced or someone lost a piece of your loved one's jewelry or there's a piece of jewelry missing. Is that necessarily for her? Could it be for no, me? No, it could be it could be anything. Because yeah, we my husband gave me a sapphire and diamond ring that is gone from the hospital and when her I'm son not- was born. Yeah, he gave that to me, one for my daughter, one for my son, Sapphire and Diamond. I've called every day. I asked every day. I remember them taking it off when I was getting x-rays, and no one knows where it is. It's gone. I mean, I'm sure it's gone, but. This is why I'm good at what I do, because I'm always very honest on what I see and feel. I didn't feel anything. Usually my symbol is they'll show me a red pouch, which means that you misplaced it. If they put me in a field, it means that it was lost, stolen, or pawned. Are we in the field? Please no, I, I, I didn't. I didn't feel. Well, this is the thing. I didn't okay. feel anything. And I okay. just heard look harder. OK. I mean, I, I asked the lady today. I called again. But oh, how interesting is this? I yeah, I, but I'm going to say this. I literally I don't think someone stole it because now what they showed me was I did. I, I saw like I'm looking in other parts and then they literally put me under like a baseboard. Okay. You know, you ever see like baseboard heating where you might have like baseboard heating and something under. Mm-hmm. So I, that's, that's what I saw. Okay. I don't know if right. that's, are you newly out of the hospital? Yeah. It's been one week. Oh, cause I heard no one's even really been in that room. They didn't oh, yeah. clean that room good enough. So I don't know. Like okay. I, I, I don't, and I don't even know, I almost feel like, I feel like I'm losing my mind. Was I wearing it that day? I feel like I wore it every day, but did I really not put it on? Right. Like I, I have all these mixed things about it. I got hit by the car. So like, was I just like losing my mind? I have a mm-hmm. flash of them saying this is messing up the oh. x-ray and I thought it was around my neck. So it's not, yes, that's how I, I feel right now about it. Okay. So I feel like what we're going to do is we're going to just kind of take this as upsetting, disappointing it is. I feel like we're just going to kind of let this go. We're going to put it, we're going to give it back to the universe. If someone did take it, they need it more than I do. My husband will, will replace it. It'll be yes. fine. Yes, it, he will. Yes, he will. 
<laughs> and I heard, it'll be bigger. No. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, could you, could you say that louder? I'll call him in the room. Just it will be bigger. <laughs> I do want to say this to you earlier when your husband walked. That was your husband that walked into the yeah, room? Yeah, sorry before? about that. No, no, no. I felt his father more so. And he literally said to me, my son can't handle this. He cannot. He's having a really, he's having a really hard time. And look, he doesn't have to believe in what I do. It doesn't matter to me. Believing and knowing that his dad knows how he feels yeah. and that he is struggling and that he is having a really hard time with it because it has to do with so many things. It's like he's going back. Same thing with you. Like he, you're, I almost feel like your husband is having PTSD of yes, his dad's yes. Alzheimer's, of what yeah. his dad went through and going back in moments and saying, why didn't I spend more time with him? I should have done this. Maybe before he got sick, I should have done this. I should, because he's playing that song, Cats in the Cradle, for me. Yeah. Your father-in-law looked at me and said, Teresa, this is why this needed to happen today. So my son can get off of this hamster wheel of negative emotions. He literally has himself on a hamster wheel. Wow, that is very, um, I just made an appointment for him next week for he's so depressed he needs to talk to somebody and he is he's he's got a lot of that's so, very that's very and it's poignant. not just what, what's happening right now no it's, it's I want to go back years you know and th this is what people you know sometimes people are so resistant on therapy things happen in our lives that we don't have control over the only thing that we have control over is how we respond and how we move forward in our future. What Spirit had me say 30 seconds ago, <laughs> it, it's in the past, but his dad is acknowledging it just isn't this moment. It's so many other things. Yeah, and I mean, his sister is dying. He's, he's yeah, gotta there's... let it all go. He's gotta let it all go and put it kind of in God's hands. I use that term. I just share my faith. It doesn't mean that this is what people are supposed to do or they have to have a faith or it doesn't matter to me as long as we believe in something. We have to have some type of faith. And I feel like that your son, does he remind you of your father-in-law? Because mm -hmm. is he the namesake? Did you name him after your father-in-law, form of a name or a middle name? Or did you think about it? He was named after um, Matt's, my husband's cousin's namesake, his middle name. Oh. But he is his father. Perfect. He is a basketball player and everyone says he plays basketball just like him. Well, let me ask you, how do you connect with bowling? Oh, my, oh my God, gosh. Mom? <laughs> All, All of a sudden, they just put me in a bowling alley. I'm like, what am I doing here in a bowling alley? The kids have been, since I've been home, constantly playing bowling on the Nintendo with my mom when she comes, with oh my, my God. with Matt, with my with their grandmother. So much fun, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we've been doing that constantly. And it's been keeping everyone kind of, ah, like it's been perfect. Bringing some levity, yeah. I just asked Spirit to validate that I interpreted correctly, and that's what they showed me. They told me that your son was a namesake, validating that, your loved ones are watching over. And I know that sounds crazy, but who knows about the bowling, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, you could be chilling with us while we're bowling. <laughs> know that the souls are with you yeah. at these exact moments. And it's almost like, I love that your father-in-law was the one that kind of took charge of that validation and message because it really shows of like, it's almost like he's saying to your husband, look, you have a choice. You can continue to live your life with mm -hmm. sadness and sorrow and fear. Or you can choose to embrace it and know that through every breath that you take that we are with you and to, and to hold on to that faith. I almost feel like your sister-in-law, I almost feel like she's preparing you all for her. Yes. She for her is, days are numbered. She has cancer. But she is, I'm going to be okay. Yeah. Like, it's almost like, I don't want you crying. Like, I feel like she's like, I don't want you crying for me. I want you to remember this. Please remember that. Please do this. And I feel like she's giving instructions out to yes, everyone. Yes, she <gasps> is. Yes, she's giving us, for Christmas, she's giving us, she's written letters to us. She's giving us bracelets to remember her. Yeah, she's doing all of that. So know that your father-in-law says, I will be there to bring her to the gates of heaven. But it's going to be okay. I almost feel like her soul knows this. Yeah, she does. She, that's like her thing. She's like, 
I don't want to die, but like I'm so excited to see my daddy. <gasps> I just did. You just get like the chills. Know that that was your loved one's souls that moved through you. I asked them to allow you to feel them in this moment. This is not something that spirit talks about. It's not something common. And it's not something easy to have a conversation with someone. But I also do feel like your father-in-law is encouraging your husband to continue and to say everything that he wants to say to her. And it doesn't matter if he's already said, I love you. He says, tell her again. Like, he goes, I don't want you to have these just one more time or just. Yeah. I don't know. He says, and I think this is also part of the problem of where he's feeling more stuck than usual or stuck for a longer time. Because I almost feel like he's reliving. It's like losing his dad all over again. And I express to people all the time. I say it all the time. If you're struggling, get help. It's out there. You know, and, and, and sometimes people don't know where to go and it is hard to find a good therapist. And I don't mean this to be a plug or anything, but it, I, the, one of the sponsors is better help on my podcast. I'm where a huge fan of them. It's all online. And I just learned about it. These are the positive things that I look back and where we talk about your father-in-law passed during COVID an awful, awful time. But these are one of the positive things that we took from COVID in where we learned that we could do zooms. We can still get the help and the resources that we yeah. need. Self-medicating just doesn't work. No. And especially today, things are very, very different than they were back in the seventies or yeah. even back in the eighties. And it's believe a very, me, very scary time. I've attempted to self-medicate. It does not work. No, <laughs> Just for doesn't. anybody that's listening. Zero percent chances it works. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't work. Yeah. Look, someone might be listening to this episode and not, maybe they didn't lose someone or maybe they're just going through a hard time and they're going to say, you know what, I'm going to put myself into therapy. So I want to thank you for sharing mm. how you felt yeah. yeah, and what hasn't worked for you and how open you are about therapy. Yeah, because very open. it's so, so, so important. I feel like any human being could use therapy. It's like a, it's like a spa for your brain. Exactly. Like you don't have to be, mm -hmm. you don't have to have mental health issues or anything. Exactly. Every human could use therapy. Anyone. I said it should be something in our healthcare where we go for a yearly checkup for everything else in the world. We should for get at least <laughs> for your head. Yep. And, and it, it should just be included in your checkup. You okay. have to speak to a therapist and you have a session once a year. And, but yeah. that's another show. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is the other thing. Like, I feel like who would have thought that this would have been a topic of discussion coming in for, for a reading, be reconnected with the souls of your loved ones. But I think it also validates on how you want to change people's lives and have such impact. Lynn, is your dad also departed as well? Because he goes like this to me. He goes, he pulls up his shirt and he goes, what, am I going to get to say anything here? You know, and he's like pointing to his watch. So there's several things with the watch. A, it could be his first say, like, hey, I want to say something. When is it my time? I'm just sitting here. I'm, I'm, you know, being quiet. But also with the watch means several things. It means either you have someone's watch or there was something about a watch and or time. So do you either look at the clock and the time is the same, the numbers are the same, and there's no reason why you would do this? Well, there's a hundred percent in our family. When my ex-husband told Nicole and her sister that my dad had passed, Nicole looked at the clock Abruptly. and it said 717. And that time comes up in our lives all, all the, time. the time. We went into a sharper image one day and we were looking around and Started flashing. 717 started, started flashing on one of the clocks and different times in our lives. My mother gave my husband that passed away my father's gold watch. Yeah, he does have that. Validating that that is his soul letting you know his presence, more importantly, that he was okay. And I'm also going to say this. See, this is changing of jewelry also. When a soul wants to acknowledge that they supported the choice and decision of the changing of the jewelry, which means changing hands also. So know that your father's soul was present for all of those events. 
How do you connect with the month of June or pearls? Both. My my birthday is in June, and Douglas passed away oh. in June. Okay. And do you have something with pearls? Do you have like a pearl ring or earrings or something or something with pearls? I do. Okay. Validating that however you can connect with the watches, the time, validating that it is their souls and that they are at peace. Were you supposed to take a big trip, Lynn, with your husband? And then let's hypothetically say you were supposed to go to Italy. I'm just using this as an example. And you didn't get to go, but now you were thinking of going or there was, it was brought up in conversation about taking this trip. Yes. We always wanted to go back to where we took our, had our honeymoon. We talked about that forever and said that we would do that one day. And, and she, and then he passed away and she never takes vacations and needs to go away. Did he have an issue with his legs? Because he made my legs go numb and then he started jumping up and down, which means that he can move freely. Well, that was how he first got to the doctor. I mean, he, he had stage four lung cancer, but what brought us to the doctor was leg pain. Oh, my God. Because <sighs> he showed me how quickly he went, you know, like he was sick, but then how quickly he went. And that you want to validate that it was a blessing. You know, and he was laboring my breathing before and doing all these things. And then just made my legs feel numb and said, if I knew that I had lung cancer. We never would have done all of these things because he made me feel like this is, he literally looked at me and says, Teresa, he goes, this isn't something that happened overnight. He said, I had this for some time. Yeah, he, he must have. And, and I almost feel like it was the most gradual, aggressive, silent he he smoked. Yeah, he didn't even smoke or anything. It was bizarre. It wasn't a smoker. Yeah. He didn't have any of the symptoms of lung cancer at so all. So that's why he made me feel like I had the slowest, right? Yeah. Nothing. And it was almost like, this is weird. Like, my legs hurt. Like, I get these cramps and I just feel so validating for you. He says, when we become angry at that or that if something was missed or should have, could have, would have, and then that, he goes, I never would have survived the lungs. He says, but if this was diagnosed sooner, it would have affected my quality of life, not my quantity. And he says, I never would have traded that for anything. Did he like to hike or just to be outdoors? Because he has me outdoors. He has me fishing. He has me by this lake. And I'm like, what are we doing? Vermont. He loved lakes. Oh, perfect. Now, were you going to plant Love a tree by the lake or do like a bench? That's where I'm going to I'm going to bury his ashes by a lake on his old campgrounds in Vermont. Validating, supporting the choices and decisions and know that his soul, of course, will be going with you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Do you find feathers, Lynn? Yeah. I found a feather after I lost my mother. The next time I went back into my classroom, there was a white feather sitting in the middle of the floor. Know that that is a sign from her. Look for the white butterflies because I see everything in white. I saw white feathers, white butterflies. So know that the feathers that you see are little hellos from heaven from your mom. Grams. But I feel like with your husband, he was showing me, he showed me white butterflies and then I saw the, the feathers. So know that, Look for those. Know that that's your husband validating that he's with you. Okay. I feel like you have so many signs and symbols and you feel him so much, but I 
feel like there's going to be other things that you're going to see. Okay. I feel like your husband shows you signs constantly throughout the day. Yeah. Like it's a constant. Because I feel like I can smell him too. So do you smell things that, and I'm not only going to limit this to your husband. Do you smell things that remind you of a loved one? I don't care if it's a cologne. Know that that's them for that split second. Now, I got to ask you this because now they're showing me rose bushes. They're showing me that. So were you going to plant something in memory of someone or in honor of someone or move a plant or a tree? Not that I can think of. So what they're showing me, and this is my symbol, when they show me fig trees, that's my symbol for moving like maybe it's a rose bush or a plant or something from someone's property to theirs. Okay. I don't know if this might be something with your sister-in-law, Nicole, or something that maybe your husband was thinking about doing. I don't know what it is, but I can't misinterpret that symbol. I'm the first one to say, I don't know what this is. It's just, yeah. But I feel like that it's something that is going to come up. And it's only because of the way that your stepdad kept like talking about all these signs. And there were so many and they're going to be more to come. So I think it's going to be something that's going to come up. Okay. I also do feel like things also need to be handled gently. I looked at your father-in-law and I said, oh, I said, I'm surprised, you know, that you didn't speak more. I mean, I felt he spoke more, you know, and then I I looked at at your uh, stepdad and I was looking and I said, oh, yeah. And he says, you know, there's so much that has happened in such a small amount of time. Mm -hmm. He says, our families can't handle too much at one time anymore. It's almost comical how much crap we've been put through. Yeah. It's almost like, when is it going to stop? Correct. And I think... This is why this happened at the most important time, because this was all about restoring our faith. And I feel more so for, because I'm going to say this, Nicole, I feel that this was really all for your husband. This is why this is happening today. I feel the two of you have such a strong faith a belief in an afterlife, know that our loved ones are with us, but it's just nice to get those validations. Of course. And don't take this wrong. My soul, it's not that the both of you needed this. Do you understand that? But I feel that your husband needed it more. Yeah, a lot. And there was a moment when he walked in the room. Mm -hmm. I I was going to say, oh, you're going to stay in? And it was literally, it's almost like spirit put their hand over my mouth because it he wouldn't have been able to handle it. He would not have been able to handle And people don't realize this. I get that and I respect it and I understand it. This isn't for everyone. I'm also going to say this. Your father-in-law, Nicole, made me feel like that when you had this tragic accident, yeah, it was literally like your husband literally like sat down and was like, Okay, God, how much more? hundred you- percent. Yeah, right. What more are you going to take from me? What are you going to do? I can't take anymore. Now you want to take my wife? I-, I can't. And it's validating that this is why this happened today. Look, it's not going to be easy. It's going to be hard. It's going to suck. But you're going to get through it. And there's going to be that light at the end of the tunnel. And you're going to find that happiness. There's going to be that joy, but it's almost like where, Nicole, you're not going to have to, and I literally feel like I'm starting to feel emotional from this, and now your cousin ended up stepping forward. The the sister soul. Adrian, yeah. She says, you're not going to have to work so hard to keep the laughter in the house. Okay, absolutely. She makes me feel like you're working so hard to keep everything light yeah. and airy and funny and yeah. fun. Yes. And she's like. And then at night I hysterically cry, but during the day I'm just trying to make everyone think it's okay. And, like your uh, mom. Just yes, like your mom. Just yes. Like my mom. It's a good just skill. Like I learned it from her. <laughs> yeah. But it gets tiring. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's exhausting. So allow. It will. 
it to continue throughout the night. It will. Take what has been given today. And you had a lot of souls that stepped forward today. Yeah, as we did. I was amazed. There were so many souls. And for two of you, and then the way they kind of played off of each other was just, but I feel like that's the way your family is. I feel like that's the way you are with your mom. Yeah. Not everyone has that. Yes, we are And I think that that is a very hard and sad thing as well. Yeah. Because there aren't a lot of people that have family. Mm -hmm. And if they do, they don't have the bond and the family that you all have. Thank you so much, Teresa. I love you. My name is Nicole Ryan, and I live in New York City. And I am Lynn Yerman, and I live in Connecticut, and I'm Nicole's mother. The fact that my husband has been going through so much, and all of these things sort of are connected. And listen, his father who came through, my my father-in-law, was one of the biggest losses of his life and was difficult because it was during COVID and he never really got to make peace with it. There was no proper funeral and he wasn't allowed to see him before he passed away. So there's like a lot of unresolved stuff there. So I think it'll be very healing for him to hear this episode and hear that his father is there and said all the things that really resonated with what has been going on in our lives. It just made me cry. I cried so much. Um, it just was very emotional. I think for both of us. When she said, what's with the bowling? That's the most, no, there's no way for her to know this. Like that was so out of nowhere. How would she ever have known that? Talking about his legs. He keeps pointing to his legs. Something happened to his legs. And that's how we found out that he had stage four lung cancer because he went to the doctor for leg pain. And by that time, you know, she said he was probably brewing for a long time and we would never, I mean, thank God we went for the leg pain. How would she have known that? I mean, that was just very poignant for me. When my ex-husband, Nicole's father, told her and her sister that my dad had passed, Nicole turned around and looked at her alarm clock and it read 717. And 717 comes up in our lives, I can't tell you how often, on license plates when we're thinking about him. Teresa said something about pearls and something else to me. And I couldn't connect pearls to anything. Um, she asked me about, first of all, about the month of June, which was is my birthday. And Douglas died in June, three days before my birthday. So that was obviously a very poignant month for me. But she asked me about pearls and my mother and jewelry, and it occurred to me after we were off the Zoom, my mother gave me her her double strand of freshwater pearls, and I have them. And I, I totally forgot about that. I just am like grateful. I feel like I just feel so grateful. I feel like this was just what the doctor ordered, not the actual medical doctor, but I needed this because I've been, you know, it's been tough. And I, I love that we did kind of open the discussion during this episode about therapy and, um, you know, just sort of like a, bit, a little bit of about that and, the, and that it's okay to need help and, and that kind of stuff because this is about connecting to, you know, the other side and not necessarily that. But I think now more than ever in the world, uh, everyone, as we said during <laughs> the talk, could use a little bit of love into their brain. <laughs> I'm grateful. That, I mean, when Nicole said, you know, Teresa said that I could bring a relative. Would you like to go on? And I said, Man, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) absolutely. So I'm grateful that she said she could bring a relative and I'm grateful that it was me. Hey guys, if you're loving Hey Spirit and my new series on Lifetime, Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits, you might love my live show, Teresa Caputo Live. Check out my website at teresacaputo.com for tickets and to see if I'm in a city near you.